0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Mercenary Musician Podcast.
1: That was nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're getting the projection thing down real good here. Got the mouth on the mic. Get the mouth on the mic, folks. <laughs> actually, I am actually, I pretty much touch the microphone with my mouth when I when I sing. Do you? At work, I do. Yeah. yeah. It um, What you'll notice, and you can kind of do this, like, you can get up into it, and you'll hear, like, the bass is more pronounced when you get closer and as you go further away you'll hear it get more kind of nasally sounding like uh, it'll be like you know the highs will be more pronounced and the lows will kind of escape more so I like to get up in here and you get the whole you get you get the lows a little better and it sounds a little you know sounds nicer yeah it does um it also makes it harder like to not project like you you even if you aren't projecting you're like right up in it so it's just happening you know yeah this is nice i like this yeah it's it's pretty good yeah it's pretty feels cool. good against it's the mustache p- pretty all
0: right folks so we are back with another episode of the mercenary musician podcast let me just get right up in this mic right here so today's episode is going to be the patent pending triangle theory
1: yeah um just just for uh Legal disclaimer, the patent is actually not pending on this. We're not patenting this, or at least not yet. We're just calling it patent pending because it's funny to me. Yeah, and if you
0: intend on taking it from us, we will send some mercenaries your way. That's right. That's right.
1: So yes, this triangle theory of mine is something that I developed just kind of as I developed most of this stuff, just kind of through doing this six to 15 times a week for seven years. Um I just notice things, and I've got a really kind of analytical type of mind. I just mull things over in my head. I try to think about what the fuck is going on and figure things out. It's just how my brain goes. It's how most human brains go. Um, it, you know, people just have the the amount that they do this on a spectrum, and I do it all the fucking time, constantly. So I, through my analysis of all this stuff that I've been doing constantly for seven years, I found that there are three main things i'm going to call them things that's the technical term tings. three main things that are three three main elements of this job from a performance perspective i'm talking about i'm talking about just the part where you're in front of the crowd not the business part not the scheduling part not the networking part this is just the performance part it's the performance triangle I like that. I think we're going to call the it the patent pending performance, the triangle. patent pending performance triangle theory. I wish triangle was a P word. Um, p- 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 no, it's not going to work. Patent pending performance triangle, Priangle. Pringle, Pringle. Um, okay. So what are these three things? I'm going to ramp up the suspense, make them wait. Let's just start with the first thing. Uh, The first and most obvious thing, I think, is... You know, actually, I'm sorry. There is no first and most obvious thing because two legs of the triangle are kind of what you would call one thing, uh, what most people would call one thing. Um, They are your ability to play your instrument. That's one side of the triangle. And your ability to sing. So I've broken these up into two different legs of the triangle um, because I've found so many different examples of people having very different levels of one or the other of these. Um, mostly, what I found is really good singers who are not very good instrumental players. Um, even in some, excuse me, even in some cases, I found a triangle that is almost so thin that it's almost just a line segment, where there's like basically no instrumental skill whatsoever. It's just two long triangular things, right? <laughs> try, try to envision that. Figure, figure out, figure out what the fuck that looks like, right? Um, <laughs> so, essentially, what I think the goal should kind of be here is to have a triangle that is pretty close to equilateral. You should be pretty good. I think you should be at least pretty good, pretty pretty good or better, at all three of these things. And that is again the two we've we've mentioned so far is just the instrument and the singing, which is kind of a different instrument. So, I've seen with, with that little tiny skinny triangle I was referring to was somebody who basically does a glorified karaoke thing, right? So, if you're going to do a glorified karaoke thing, you better be a fucking phenomenal singer. Um or and or really and a fucking phenomenal entertainer, right? um and actually honestly this person was kind of an average singer so this is gonna make a really weirdly shaped triangle um <coughs> man i'm trying to think of even if the triangle <laughs> if the triangle metaphor breaks down because of this person but anyway uh if you're so you could you could theoretically get away and I, I don't think it'd be possible to make a triangle this shape honestly you could theoretically get away with just being really great at one of these things let me think how could that work no, cuz you can't be really great at one of these things with two tiny little short legs on a triangle, could you? Mm-mm. Man, we're going to have to change this. Triangle doesn't work. Fuck. Maybe it's add a add a line segment for those people in there. Okay, well, <laughs> this is awkward. There's a reason it's patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um anyway, the 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 main idea remains. You need to have And honestly, you want an equilateral kind of triangle here. You want to be pretty good at, oh, shit, I just gave away the third one. The third one is your ability to entertain and charm an audience, right? It's the kind of chit-chat on the microphone. Um, And that could even include your look. That could include what you're doing with the audience during the breaks. All that stuff, what you're playing on your break music. All this stuff is kind of just like the, the the stuff in your performance that is not playing your instrument or singing. So there are people who could get away with getting on stage and just being a fucking Adele, right? And they press play on their um, little karaoke box and they have a backing track and they just Adele all over it and they don't even talk to the audience. And like that is something you could get away with and people would hire you to do that. You wouldn't get as much traction as you would if you had some of those other skills, though. Um, now... The most important, I think the most important skill here, and this is going to be probably surprising to some people, is entertaining the crowd. It's the third leg of the triangle, right? So many people think, oh, you got to be a sick musician or a great singer. And that's really not true. You don't have to be that good. I know. I know people who aren't that good. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're a friend of mine who's a professional musician, I'm not talking about you. Okay, you're wonderful. But <laughs> you're trying to better
0: yourself by listening.
1: That's right. But um, you you don't have to be a great musician. You don't have to be a great singer if you're extremely fun and entertaining. if It's just like really that is what this comes down to in the end is if you make the environment more fun for people, you will have a job. The um,
0: fun captain.
1: You're the fun captain, right. So I would say the... So that's kind of good news for people who are maybe not that talented. And I, I, I fucking hate using the word talent because it's overused. People say, oh, you're so talented. It's like, yeah, I might be talented, but the reason I'm this good is because I work my ass off. That's why I'm good. It's mm-hmm. not because I'm talented. I mean, yes, it is partly also because I'm talented. But the talent part is like you could be lazy as fuck and still be talented. And you could you could not be very good and be extremely talented. I know people like that. Where every time they pick something up for the first time, they're way better than they should be for a first timer. And then they just don't work at it. And then they just, like, are kind of good for the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah. Keep in mind, it takes absolutely no talent to work hard.
1: That's right. It takes no talent to work hard. And, uh, yeah, and honestly, if you start working hard at something, you'll find you're more you're more talented than you probably thought you were. That's, that's what it comes down to. People say, oh, yeah, I just don't have talent at guitar. It's like, no, what you don't have... Is the will to work at it is what you don't have. Sorry, yeah. I I personally know a a few very very good guitarists guys who are as good as I am. Um, you know, it's uh, saying saying someone's a good guitarist it's it's kind of hard. It's like saying someone is as smart as I am. It's like there are different metrics for smart smartness for intelligence and different metrics. (laughs) Oh yeah. And different metrics for being a good guitarist. Like that, in a lot of ways, these guys are better guitarists than I am and they are not as talented. They just work harder, have (laughs) have worked harder um, historically. Um, So anyway, um, you want to get these three, you you just want to be viewing these three aspects as things you are specifically working on to improve. You should be improving each one you should be leaning into the ones that you're best at at your shows and you should be leaning into really I think you should be leaning into the ones you're not as good at in your practice time at home so that's kind of a kind of a different a different way to think about it when you're practicing at home yes you should be honing the thing that you're better at right you should always be working on that because that is going to be the tip of the spear for you but you should be working on the stuff you're not good at when you're alone and no one and there's no crowd paying for you to be there.
0: Can you break that up into percentage since it's a triangle? So like you're delegating ten percent to the skill that you're good at, forty uh, percent to singing because you're not good at that, and then the additional sixty percent to how you're going to run the crowd.
1: That's an interesting question. Yeah, I don't want to put hard numbers on that because it's going to be something that's going to vary from person to person, but. And another another thing to think about here is there is a school of thought that says you should just lean into the thing that you're really good at yep. and the thing that you really like. So if you really like singing and you're a really talented singer, maybe, and there, there's a... I've talked about how duos are not ideal, and they're not. Um, but there could be a case for getting a duo together and getting an instrumentalist to play the instrument while you focus on singing and entertaining. That is a case for the duo. There's, there's a kind of a, a time and a place where a duo makes some sense. And I think that could be it. Um, so I, I don't want to say, and I, and I'm, i know you, you might be kind of sick of me doing this, but there's, there are always exceptions to these, these rules. And, uh, So I I am saying you should work on the stuff that you're not great at, right? Um, But there is a case to be made for just digging in. Like if you're going to be Adele, like I am glad that Adele didn't spend too much time away from practicing her vocals to practice guitar and become an average guitarist. You know what's so funny about Adele? If you ever watch some of her live stuff, and I've actually never seen her play piano, but I've seen her just kind of sing and then talk to a crowd. She's got this very uh and I don't wanna I'm trying not to be offensive here, but she's got a what sounds like a a lower middle class type of British accent. Mm-hmm. Um like there's kind of there's such a wide variety of, of British accents. And uh <laughs> there there's some there's some accents that are associated with certain like socio economic It's not a proper accent. classes. Right. It's not like the posh sounding British accent it's just it's like I'm gonna do a really bad impression but it's like and she drops like f-bombs and shit so it's like she'll sing this beautiful like I mean you've heard Adele it's this beautiful like fucking emotional like timeless sounding song and she goes I wanna have, you see you put your fucking lighters up and it's just yeah, like she's like what? the spot of Ozzy Osbourne it's, it's fucking like, hilarious the same yeah. the same, um, the same <laughs> accent as yeah. Sharon it's, it's funny um yeah, Ozzy Osbourne is from uh fuck, I was uh I was there. I was there in uh, Birmingham. Mhm. Yeah. Anyway, which is like a, you know, working class type of town. Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh <laughs> You're looking at me like I should have more to say, Chad. Um okay, so kind of back to this this triangle idea. You want to be a solid entertainer talking to the audience cracking jokes you want to be a solid instrumentalist and a solid singer and so what i was saying earlier about digging into the one thing that you're really good at where there's a time and a place for that this is related to the same idea as um being a great original artist right where if you want to be a great original artist that is a different thing from this, right? It's it's the, we talked about the wide versus deep thing, mm-hmm. right? So there's, when you're doing the cover bar gig thing, you're going wide. You're doing a scattershot approach. You're playing a song from 10 different genres and you're seeing what works. And then you're going to kind of mine that seam of gold. You see, oh, people are liking the reggae beachy stuff. Oh, duh, I'm on a beach. Let's play some more of that. Okay, here's let's try Jimmy Buffett. Let's try Bob Marley. Let's do Red Red Wine by UB40, right? Um, and you kind of see what works there, right? So you're going wide, and then you're kind of going a little bit deep when you see that something is working. As an original artist, right, we talked about this briefly because that's not what this podcast is, addresses, uh, but you want to go deep, right? You want like a 1,000 true fans. You want people who are rabid about the original stuff that you're creating, so that if you have a thousand true fans, there's a really great essay called "A Thousand True Fans" that I'm taking this from. If you have a thousand true fans who will buy everything you put out every single year, and you put out a hundred dollars worth of stuff every year, that's a hundred grand in revenue if you're a solo artist. Hundred grand in revenue every year, right? That's all you need to make a living to make good living as an original artist, right? You just need a thousand people who fucking love everything you do. Um. As a cover artist, you're not really doing that. You don't You don't need that. Or you don't really even want that. Because those thousand people... I mean, they're going to be... In the thousand true fans example, they're usually scattered all over the fucking world. The reason this works now is because we have the internet. Right? Um, the reason that idea works is because you can have 12 true fans in Tokyo, 18 true fans in, you know... I don't know, Osaka. 19 true fans in Vancouver... 35 truth, you know, and, and like they're all over the place, they, they'd be all over the place, and they found your shit online. The reason that doesn't work so much with this is because this is a local thing, you're not doing this online, really. You're doing this in person, so you need to have a crowd of people the kind of crowd of people who are going to show up at these bar gigs to kind of be into it. You don't need if you could make a whole room full of people totally fall in love with it, that'd be great. And this is why, really. This is why the entertainment being charming aspect is the most important of these three parts is because the one thing that like everyone has in common is they like charming, funny people. Everybody likes someone with a good personality who's making them feel comfortable and at home. Everyone in the fucking world likes that pretty much. So not everybody likes a shreddy guitarist. Not everybody likes even fucking music, you know, really. Yeah. Not everybody wants to hear live. Not, Not everybody likes live music. I tell you from personal experience, not everyone likes live music. Everyone likes a charming, nice person. That's why that's the most important is because it is the widest, right? When, when we're talking about going wide versus going deep, that is the widest net you can cast. Rather than just playing every single genre, this is the widest net you can cast by just being charming and nice and funny and entertaining. People respond to that. People like that. Um, so it's great to be a good guitarist. It's great to be a good singer. But what is most important in this case is to be fun. And entertaining as a person. And, uh, man, I want to bring this around to the point. Okay, so the the point that I was originally trying to make here was the well-rounded triangle idea is what we're going to be kind of going for uh, as cover musicians. Whereas if you're going to be an original musician, and it's, it's important to kind of keep both of these in mind for a guy like me, I am... I intend for my career to be mostly about my original music. It's not at all yet. I'm still working on that part. But as a cover musician, I want that perfectly square triangle. <laughs> perfectly square triangle, right? Equilateral triangle. I want to be a solid entertainer. I want to be a great entertainer. I want to be a great guitarist and I want to be a great singer, right? Um, as an original musician, what I really need to be great at is one thing. I need to be exceptional at one thing. I don't need to be kind of good at four things. I need to be, in this case, uh, an exceptional songwriter. So when, I, when I'm when i talking about, okay, yeah, there's this kind of school of thought where you can lean into one of these and to the exclusion of the other two and find a duo or whatever. If you're Adele, um, or if you have that level of singing talent and you're not really interested in an instrument and it would be, taking you away from your singing practice to do to learn guitar or, or piano, then it might make more sense to dig deep into the singing. be like, okay, I do singing fucking six hours a day. That's my thing. I'm gonna be Adele or Whitney Houston. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of make make the comparison here between the idea if you're if you're just gonna be a cover artist for the rest of your life, make an equilateral triangle. be a good guitarist, be a good singer. Maybe not an equilateral triangle because, again, the most important of those legs is going to be the entertainment and charming side of it, right? Because that is the part that appeals most broadly to an audience. So if you – and honestly, that's the one that's hard, hardest to practice. You can go home and practice your vocals and your guitar easy enough. The part that's hardest to practice is the charming and audience thing. I. We will dig into that, I promise, more um, on how to get better at that. Um, because it's it just it's just extremely important and it's the part that will pay off the most and I think is the easiest to improve on. I mean, guitar. It's it's uh, I'm kind of contradicting myself. It's the hardest to practice because it's not obvious how, but it's the easiest to improve on once you know how, um, and it, it will give you the biggest dividends. I mean, if you get good at charming an audience, your tips will double triple.
0: Um, well, not just that, but I mean. Again, like many things in this podcast, it'll help you tremendously in your life. That's right. I mean yeah, it's it, gonna build your confidence, you know.
1: Yeah, it'll to make the sky. So there is so much about this career that makes your life better if you get good at it. It's just I mean, it builds confidence. I mean, listen to the way I'm talking on this podcast, right? I I couldn't have done this eight years ago, you know. Um, the level of confidence and and just the level of like the, the way that i view life i view life as like this fun project or uh like game you know that can be like optimized and played with and 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 has like abundant stuff for you <clears throat> to to find and and discover it's like i view life in such a good way and not just because of this of my career but it's a huge part of it and you know it's there's there's a lot of good stuff to be to be gained out of this this career um and if you're if you're all at all interested in this stuff you know keep keep with it because there's there are good things for you if you if you are willing to work at this And, and if if it's fun for you you know if it's if this isn't fun for you and you're doing this for some other reason pick something else because you know that's that's just that's you, Why? You
0: can keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, please pick keep
1: listening else. to the podcast. But uh, you know, pick pick something else to do because it's this should be something you're interested in. If you're doing this because you think it looks cool or because you get to tell people you're a musician, there's just it's first of all, I I've seen that happen. It's not going to last for you. Um you're going to because because it's hard enough that just doing it for other people is not going to work, right? You have to be doing this for yourself on some level. Um, okay, so let me just recap this this uh, triangle idea real quick, because there are some important things here that I uh, kind of scattered across the table, and I'd like to kind of gather them into little piles for you. Um, the three things that are most important, uh, really they're they're not just the most important; they're like the only three things. I, I I defy you to find a fourth thing that covers some part some aspect of performance. I'm I'm interested if you have an idea. It's your instrument playing. It's your vocal. Which you could, if you wanted to, you combine those into just the music part. You could say music and entertainment, right? You could say those are the two parts of it if you wanted to. But I think it's appropriate to separate music into instrument and vocal. Um, So it's instrument, vocal, and entertainment. Uh, Kind of presence, right? Um, Social presence. I I need to come up with a more concise term for that. Showmanship? Showmanship. Yeah, nice, Chad. Okay, so it's... Instrumentation, or instrumental skill, vocal skill, and showmanship. There you go, that's beautiful. No, um, <laughs> just that noise was Chad winking and going <laughs> um, So those are the three aspects of the performance. As a cover artist, which is really what we're primarily focused on here, is you want a an equilateral triangle, if if possible, or close to one, right? You wanna be a well-rounded performer. You wanna be solid on guitar, you want to be a solid singer and you want to be solid showman or show person um if you're and i want to just make a distinction there if you're one of these hyper talented guitarists if you're like Eddie Van Halen focus on guitar it's okay to focus on guitar but keep in mind that if you're neglecting your vocal part and your showman part it's going to Hurt your cover career Thing here that you're doing right so what I'm Doing just so you kind of get a context For why I know this I'm doing a cover music Career right now that's my full time job I work now I'm working three To four nights a week um, Three three to four days a week And I've got six gigs Six to seven gigs a week um, uh, Five to seven um, So that's my career Currently that's paying the bills I am most interested in the original part of my career taking this whole thing over and being my entire living um, So I am focused kind of in two places at once which can be can be dangerous. Um, but my triangle is already pretty well rounded if I don't need to do much to my triangle right now um, if I decide, okay, I need to be a shredding guitarist and not to mention that my original stuff, I'm singing, I'm playing guitar, um, and I'm going to be performing live and I'm going to do live streaming and stuff. So all those three triangle, that triangle is relevant to my original project also. It's almost like having a well-rounded triangle is my one talent, right? Um, so, but if you were one of these people who's like, I am Brent Hines on guitar from Mastodon. I'm like a guitarist. Then you need to keep an eye on that. You need to say, okay, well, I need to be working four hours a day or whatever on guitar because I am going to be Eddie Van Halen or Brent Hines. So there's a a kind of a different set. You you come on, I almost need to put on two different hats for this, right? If you're going to be this cover musician, you want a nice, well-rounded triangle. If you're going to be the best guitarist in the world, you want to sit down and play guitar hours a day, right? Um, If you want to be the best singer and you want to be Whitney Houston, first of all, you better be... Stay away from Bobby Brown. I mean, yeah, she made some... Some pretty, some pretty bad, uh, some pretty bad luck, really. I don't know her whole story, but.
0: But it sounds like what you're saying is you need to come to terms with what it is that you want to accomplish and what you want to be.
1: Yes. And that's a good, another good kind of just general life thing, right? You got to come to terms with what you want to be and what's important to you. And if you want to be a full-time cover musician and that's it, that is totally fine. I mean, this is a fucking sick way to make a living. It's amazing. Um, if I, if I were done I would be riding off like I'm seriously like riding off into the sunset right now. I'm making so much fucking money in 3 days of work with 2 months of vacation every year. It's like so silly. Uh, I'm like I it's it's just absolutely absurd. Um so if you want to do this just as a full-time job and have this be your only thing or do original stuff as a fun side project, that's totally fine. Um and if you're going to do that, I highly recommend you consider your triangle as an equilateral deal, right? You want to make everything well-balanced. You want to be a good guitarist, a good singer, and a good showman. And if you can focus only on one of those, lean into the showman part of it, the charming, funny, on the mic, in the breaks, even part of that, right? Um, If you're trying to be the best songwriter in the world, or the best singer in the world, or the best guitarist in the world, you need to spend a disproportionate amount of time working on just that thing. Mm -hmm. So that's, the kind of two the two schools of thought there is do i work on the thing i'm good at or do i work on the things i'm not good at if you're going just the cover route work on the things you're not good at if you're going the i am a virtuoso route which is a more a, i'm an original musician path which we don't really talk about much on this podcast yet then go down that virtuoso i work on drums for 4 hours a day route right <clears throat> um yeah, that's basically it. That's the triangle, baby.
0: I think it makes sense for us to to take this and break it up into three additional episodes where we focus on all three aspects of it.
1: I think that's not a bad idea, my friend. Yeah. So
0: stick around, folks, because there are many more episodes to come for the Mercenary Musician Podcast. We're just getting started here.
1: That's right, baby. Muchos mas. Stick around.
0: Check us out on Podbean, Audible, which is provided through Amazon, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Instagram, Facebook. Uh, We're on YouTube as well. Check it out. Be easy. Bye.